<laughs> He's putting different music on. Oh, is he? Oh, Hi, everyone. Hello, Hi, everyone. For a Halloween. Happy um, Halloween. Special Halloween. Is it Halloween today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> but Saturday. Uh, oh, no. So. Today, when you hear this, if we're but lucky, it, it might come out tomorrow. But it's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away guilt tripping him. Yeah. Um, uh, what was you going to say? I've just seen, because I, I forgot that, because I do forget lots of stuff every day, more and more each day. Um, and I was wondering why everyone was dressed like a wanker, really. And, really um, friend, yeah. and um, yeah, and then I was like, oh, yeah, because it's Halloween. I was wondering how you know trick-or-treating, like who does trick-or-treating anymore? Um, it's really more just a southwest London thing. Well, it's the, well, so you can go raiding the sweeties. Um, I think now, obviously, with um, social distancing, but the it's kind of got progressively more like, only go to the houses that have got the decorations if they've got a pumpkin. Well, yeah, that's what the guy said. Like, yeah. Just leave a tub oh, like, leave out on your lawn and people just come in. Do you know what I mean? This is what I've said about like, the no theatre around life. So now it's just, well, there's your sweets. Like, wow, well, no, you've got to do the. Pick them out of the bin bag over there. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, though. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if anyone by the actually, bins because you have yourself. I it? wonder if anyone ever says, uh, "I'll have the trick." Like, has anyone ever experienced that? Like, no, uh, that's probably the origin. The, of several these little middle class kids. What are they going to do? Nothing. Do you know the the origin of uh, trick or treat? Oh, he's got the notes out already. Um, it comes from uh, the I think the Irish folk tradition of souling or guising, which is a medieval tradition where young people go door to door asking for money or food in exchange. For your money. <laughs> for singing for singing a song or doing a dance or maybe even sucking a dick. Oh Charles. What, Charles. What, 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 that took know. me back. That took me The up. shock yeah. made me forget what he was talking about. <laughs> what was it? What was okay. the, I actually wrote that down as well. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. So, so that's not something so but joke so they weren't they weren't offering sexual favours no. for a dick wasn't a lollipop <laughs> in old English or something. That's yeah. what Suck of the dick, sir. <laughs> ye ye oldie <laughs> oh, <stop> it. Um <laughs> Right, we'll come back to that. But Andrew, what was we talking about before the show? Uh, we were talking about the Exorcist TV show. Oh, yes. Right. So I stayed away from it. But you're saying, oh, actually, no. It was it. quite fun. It so was, it's a little bit premise? like it's... Um, what's, is the little girl in it? it? Well, that's the thing. And is it her name? Like, is it her literally? Well, it's billed as a sequel to the film. The first one. Yeah. yeah. But it's set sort of in the present day. I mean, it, it's about 10 years old now, this show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so... And you, the whole time you're thinking, like, how is it related? Because um, very similar setup. Uh, family in uh, set in Chicago contact yeah. this priest and say, look, we're worried about our daughter. She's behaving very oddly. She's been through some trauma recently. And so we're worried that she might be, could you come and speak to her? We're actually worried that, you know, she might be going through the early stages of possession. Oh, right. And he's sort of a bit like, all right, you know, she's not, but she's not behaving any, you know, the eldest daughter. She's not behaving strangely at all. She's a bit snarky and a bit rude to her family and everything, but she's not too bad. And then this is the first episode. And this priest, he keeps having visions of another priest somewhere else. Yeah. I will get to the connection. Yeah, there is yeah, a connection, yeah. but it's part of the story. Um, he keeps having visions of a priest he doesn't know performing exorcisms in Mexico, a very similar oh, right. to that, you know, the head spinning round and yeah, all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. Um, but he doesn't understand. He doesn't know who this priest is. Um, and so he goes to see this family and he, he spends time with them. Watch. Yeah. He, he spends time with them and he's not, he's not, nothing really that's kind of freaking him out. And then he hears strange noises coming from the loft in the house. Yeah. He just as in the, yeah. just as in the first, oh, one, right, yeah, yeah, how yeah. it starts with the mum. Um, Oh, it's Chris McNeil. No, no, it's set in early in the in the film. Chris McNeil hears strange noises in the loft. Yeah. And that's sort of the demon coming into the house kind of thing. So it's, so it's similar setup, and you right. think, oh, okay, so it's not really a sequel. It's sort of, you, right, at this yeah, point, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, okay. oh, okay, it's kind of a reboot. It's a soft reboot. Yeah, right. exactly. And so, and it's, he goes up into the loft. and you know, it's the, Yeah, it's the classic thing of the torch going, flickering on and off. Yeah, yeah. And then he's suddenly attacked, but it's not the eldest daughter, it's the youngest daughter. Right. Who's possessed. Right, yeah. She's acting all kind of freaky and weird and everything. And then the mum comes into, up into the loft, turns the light on and the daughter's all normal and everything like that. And it's almost, a, he's almost got this kind of weird, like, oh, have I just been reading too much? Oh, right, yeah, have yeah. I freaked myself out? Yeah. And these dreams I've been having, is it all part of that? And then he leaves the house. Uh, you know, he thinks it's all fine. The daughter's acting all normal. And then he looks back at the house and she's watching him sort of smiling. And oh. then the exorcist music kicks in. That's episode one. So you go, okay, cool. I'm in now. I'm fine. And, and it is actual exorcist music. They've got the rights. Yeah, yeah. They okay. don't use it very often. They right. basically use it at the end of the, at the begin first episode and last episode. Are they hour long episodes? Uh, yeah, I think so. About you half know, an, over 50, half Yeah, 50 minutes, sort of something like that. And so at that point you're in, he ends up meeting up with the priest. He finds out who he is and everything. The, the priest he keeps having yeah. visions of who's an exorcist tells them about this family saying look i i don't know anything about exorcism can you help me you used to be 
um, an expert in the exorcist. So again, very similar to the film that, you know, you've got. Is he a younger priest? Is it that sort of thing? They're slightly younger, yeah. I Is mean, there anything the, to do with like struggling with his own... Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's okay. a lot of questioning the faith and also right, because yeah. the um, the experienced exorcist, they kept having visions of the person who, um, he's when he saw him having uh, performing an exorcism, that child died because the demon made it twist oh, his head around and yeah. it killed him. And so you're watching this. And again, you're still like, you know, there's references. They say, oh, this is a bit like that thing that happened in Washington with uh, what was oh, his was name? Washington. Father Karras, right. yeah, and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, oh, okay. And then okay, right. gradually it comes out that there's stuff about the mum that you're not sort of right. It, it, uh, parts of her story don't make sense, and also the possessed daughter keeps l- hinting at all these clues. Right, something and then, to do with the mum. Yeah, and then about midway through the season, the mum, you know, the dad's like, "You need to tell me everything now," and she says, "Okay, you know." The dad, the dad, the father of the oh, daughter. Oh, the father's there. Yeah, okay. he's saying like, "Why are you? You know, what's going on yeah. here? Why am I being? You know, all these." Did the grandfather make a deal? Maybe uh, uh, not oh. quite. Um, and she says, okay, I need to tell you everything about okay, myself. She well, says, get it. my name's not Amanda. My name's Reagan McNeil. Oh, and okay. so I'm afraid that is a spoiler for everyone. Okay. I, I probably should have done it. But then it, 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 just to tie in further to the, the demon that's possessing the daughter is the same demon that it's like, I'm Pazuzu. coming back. Yeah, Pazuzu. There's a great, I think it's one of the last three episodes in the first season. So the first season is about the McNeil family. Then the next season yeah, yeah. is about different people. So it's a sort of anthology. Yeah, oh, it doesn't it's just show. carry on. I don't like that. Well, the pre- you carry on with the priest, but there, they, there is references yeah. to that kind of first thing. But they, they even do, um, uh, you know, like, oh, what, are we, what are you going to do? And then uh, they do a recreation of the first one. So, you know, the cab pulls up outside the house. Someone gets tubular out. Tubular bells. Yeah, tubular bells does <laughs> kick in. You get the someone with a hat. Yeah, you don't yeah. see who it is. The mist. Long coat. Yeah. And they knock on the door. And the, you know, someone answers oh. and they say, and it's a woman. And then she's, and she says, I'm Chris McNeil. It's the mum. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now we're so back. You, yeah. You've watched what, 10? Uh, so I've watched the two, and there's only there's two seasons. Fight, there's an ending to it yeah, for yeah. that season. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's only two seasons. Bad. The second season ends on slightly. Oh, it's already a second season out. Yeah. But it's, it got What are you watching it on? Uh, Amazon Prime. It's oh, worth it's watching there. though. Yeah. Free? Yeah. Oh, that's not true. I've got that. It's worth watching yeah. though. Um, you also mentioned you're reading the exorcist book yeah which i i know it is an audio book and i've looked at it, i thought oh, i don't know is this going to be is it worthwhile is enough yeah, here it's that good. Yeah. what would i what would you appreciate that isn't in the film that you get from the book so you get a lot more of the backstory. and you're near the ending yeah so you get a lot more of the backstory about the family you also get right. more about the um characters in the film some of whom i'm like oh i can't even remember if they're in in it particularly you get a lot more of the police investigation because okay. they're trying to and a lot more of the Kara spends a lot more time going, nah, this is just psychology right, and coming okay. up with all these explanations. But boils slightly slower. Yes, yeah, okay. much, much slower. You also, um, because is there a dad anywhere? That always no, wants- there's references to the, there are, they reference him briefly in the film. In this, he's, it's the same thing. He's just off with his young hot wife. Oh, doesn't okay. give a shit. And also they're hiding it from him. Right. Um, but there's, because of the a person, the, there's a person, you always forget about it because it's kind of almost a throwaway moment in the film that, um, actually one of Chris's friends, the director of the film she's working on, um, is killed. She's thrown out the window yeah. and twisted because that's why her head, you know, when she sees... I thought that was in the film. No, it was yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, no, no, that's... He also goes out the window oh, as well, on, but spoiler. Uh, but um, he's visiting and then they come home and they're like, oh, where is he? He was meant to be babysitting and then he's gone and then someone else comes and says, oh, he fell down the stairs outside your house um, and they assume drunk because that's the bit where um, in the film where you first see a head twist round and uh, and Reagan says, but it's in his voice. Yeah. Says, "Do you know what she did, your neat oh, daughter?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because she threw him out the window. Oh, right. And wasn't there? Um, there was um, the, there was a hint towards the 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 the, the, the priest that she killed. There might have been some sexual abuse or something. Isn't there a scene where he's in the there's a, he's he's always he's in the room? No, not in uh, not in that I've come. No, there's lots of um. I heard so, that there's something about like it, it might not have been that explicit. Somebody said there was a slight thing of. Every now and again, he's the, he's in the room with the, with the door closed. Yeah, I think it's just implied. A Catholic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Catholic okay. priest, like yeah. anywhere near yeah. anywhere he's, near he's, a child. Okay. He's but he's kind of a POV character. There's no, I haven't read anything that made me think, oh, no. he's abusing. Okay. I don't remember it. I don't remember that from the film. So, yeah. um, so what else? I don't ask the question. book, uh, what else is there that's... You said there was a stage show. Do the there? scenes, do the scene, the horror, is the horror in, of the scenes, does it play on a book? Does it come across? A little bit. It's quite kind of, it's it's much more abrupt in the book. And it's actually, I think some, not all of them, but some of the scenes I'm like, oh, that was better done in the film. Right. So when she, <clears throat> excuse me, when she comes down and looks at the astronaut and, 
pisses herself yeah, and yeah. says, you're going to die up there. It's done slightly different in the book. Right. And so it doesn't have quite that same, doesn't give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there longer conversations between her and the priest when she's possessed? Yeah, there's a lot oh, more. Yeah, so because be again, he's, he's thinking, oh, it's just some sort of personality disorder. Yeah. Or she could be even right, putting yeah, it yeah. on. It's all part of a, you know, attention seeking because of her parents' divorce. All of that's yeah. a lot longer. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of leaving it open to what it could be. Uh, it is, it is good. It go it's interesting, yeah. Um, right, so... Is it based... Is this the story, is it based on anything real or um, loosely or... Only very, very... So I think when he was... Um, the writer, William Peter Blatty, I think when he was um, studying, he read about a case of um, a possession that was... Uh, a, it was a, a boy. boy. Yeah. yeah, it was a young boy who had writing and whelps. You know, so things like... Um, in the film, they have... It's the idea that Reagan trapped within under, you know, kind of with the demon in the body writes in her own body, help me through, through welts in the skin. Um, and it was things like that with the, um, with the, this boy. And I can't remember this. It's the language. He was speaking in the language. Yeah. That's a the, common one of possession. There's a documentary about it on YouTube. It's quite good. Actually, the document is quite, now that I've just remembered, I remember thinking, oh, that's quite good. There's a documentary, the original, like what it's based on. It's like a half hour thing. And it's, it's not just like, oh, some kid and they thought it was possessed. It's quite a long thing. Didn't William Friedkin? Yeah, I think the director, uh, I don't know if it's the same thing you're talking about, Mine. but I know that the director, William Friedkin, who did uh, The Exorcist, he did a, a, a one recently sort of revisiting it and revisiting oh. sort of um, possessions and exorcisms and such. Did you see there was something? I couldn't figure out what it was. Who's the film reviewer? You listen to his podcast. Uh, Mark Kermade, yeah. What was the thing with him and an exorcist documentary? Yeah, he made one, Fear of God, yeah. But I couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't figure out. Is this supposed to be a film or is this a real documentary? It's a documentary, yeah. So the priest in it's not acting. I thought he was an actor. Oh, oh, yeah, because it reveals that the. I don't think all of them, but I think quite a few of the priests in the because they film an exorcist are ex are. Our priests, but they're not exorcists. I think that's the one I'm talking about because they do have a film. Yeah, that's yeah. It was a few years ago. So Father Dyer, the one who um, yeah. uh, uh, gives Karras the last rites when he when he sacrifices himself, that yeah. is that is a real priest. I think there are a few others in there. Yeah, is it a documentary? Which one? The the Mark Kermode thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's a documentary. It's called it's Real of God. Yeah. Oh, so she, I thought she was acting. The exorcist. No, no, no. Oh, it shows a lot of clips from. The and film. what's Mark Kermode in it then? Is he? A, he's the presenter and he's the writer of the. Oh, right. So I never watched it because I thought, oh, is this an act? Is this all acting? No, no, no. Right. So, well, there you go. So that's some exorcism. Yeah, talk. it's not like it's a mockumentary or anything like okay. that. It's, it's a I'll give that a go. Um, Charles. Yeah. So the Halloween thing. Uh, yeah. What the jack o' lanterns? You were going to explain where they come from. The there's a lot of Irish people in these. Are these all going to end with and sucking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or was that the only one? Um, he, you can't make that promise, can you? <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> we don't want the comedic version. Just give us the real version. I mean, do you want them to end in? No, we don't. No, no, okay. No. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'd like I'll, to stay on. I need a big pen now just to remove all the sucking. <laughs> right, yeah. Just give me five minutes. Yeah, come back to me. <laughs> nothing left on the page. Um, the Jack O' Lantern origin. Yeah, it's based on an Irish folk tale. Hang on, so jackal? What? How's that? What is that? What's the word? Jackal. Jack O Lantern. Jack O. J A C. Jack O Lantern. Jack O. Yeah. So you know, like it was in uh, with Irish saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. O so what does that mean? Is that a, a human's and that person's name? Jack O Lantern. Where does that come from? Well, yeah, that that's his nickname. Yes, Jack O Lantern. So where does that come from? Irish folk legend. <laughs> No, but I mean, was he, was that a spirit, Jack? Well, we're about, uh, well, we're well to you're about to find yeah, out. Right. That was the part yeah. of this. <laughs> yes. We haven't got there. around. It's based the story on the, of Halloween. Yeah, it's based on the, the lights. Yeah. Uh, the Irish folktale of Stingy Jack. Ah, oh, okay, right. You know what I'm you're getting from that, the start. Right? I'll let you carry on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I nearly spammed my cup. This is the first sentence. Go on. Great, great, yeah, great lads. Yeah, great friend of everyone. It's like... Hard-earned nickname, that Stingy Jack. You know what I mean? You know, that doesn't get given lightly. Um, apparently, Stingy Jack invited the devil to have a drink. Yeah. Right? But then, but then, ooh, we didn't want to pay for it because, you know, a bit stingy and that. Um, so he tricked the devil into turning himself into a coin. However, he took the coin, not he didn't use it. He said that he tricked the devil to pay for, pay for the drinks. Yeah. However, he didn't use it to pay for the drinks, pocketed the uh, the coin, took it home and put it next to a silver cross that apparently stops the devil from taking his true form. Okay. I'm right. just going to go with that. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fine. We're in now. We paid the ticket. Yeah. But what's the benefit of that? Why has he done that? Well, um, he then made a deal because the devil was obviously a bit perturbed about this. Because he can't bit turn miffed. back to yeah, the devil. Yeah, because he's just like, well, yeah. well, what's this? I'm, I'm just a coin. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm a coin now forever. <laughs> like, 
and the, next to a silver cross, you know. So, so Stingy Jack he makes a deal with the devil okay. that when he dies, the devil won't claim his soul, and also the devil will leave him alone for a year. Right. So after a year, it's a coin. What else is he going? After a year, the devil comes back and starts like, "Well, I'm going to mess with you." He makes another deal with him, and the devil goes away. Right. Um, however, when Stingy Jack dies. <laughs> That name is ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, when Stingy Jack dies, uh, he goes up to heaven, and then God says, well, yeah, we, we you know, we don't want you up here. Yeah. Because you're stingy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're and, devil's and, your best mate. And you're scammed, and you're a yeah. scammer. You know, you're a con man. But surely you'd be like, well, you scam the devil. That's yeah, your yeah. side, right? No? Um, yeah, but... I think the stinginess is more than his yeah. general attitude yeah. through life. Could be me. Stingy, um, stingy to the poor, probably. Yeah. So, yeah, wasn't allowed in heaven. So he goes down there to chat with the devil. And the devil was like, well, yeah, we made a deal. And I can't take your soul into hell. So Stingy Jack is now, is now stuck in, on earth. Right. Destined to walk the earth as a spirit. And so he walked off into the night and placed a burning coal into a carved out turnip. <laughs> it's the turnip thing. <laughs> yeah. Bloody blackadder. It's anything to do with turnips. Any turnips yeah. just, it's, just, it's a funny word. And, so and roamed the earth as a restless spirit. Also, jack o' lanterns used to be turnips. Okay. And, beet tr- and beets in, and potatoes. I thought the light might have been to keep the devil away from they're, the door. Or something. I mean, it's Irish people, so they're, yeah. they're making the use out of potatoes. Okay. Um, Hello to all our Irish listeners who have now switched off. Making Goodbye, the use I guess. Out, well, they had a surplus. So surely it was the opposite. So. <laughs> Stingy Jack, there we go. Oh, so there you go. So it was a, he made deals with the devil, um, and then he got locked on earth, and then he just went into the forest to... Roamed the earth, restless. Doesn't really fill the gap. Like, I feel like there should be a better story. Well, um, of course. If it was to keep the spirits away from the front door or something like that. But this is, this is sort of connected because, I mean, uh, the Halloween... I mean, if we're just making stuff up, then just have that. <laughs> well, what about the, the? They had the weird one about. They said there's a leprechaun. There's a man. I watched this documentary, and they had a man, and he was in Ireland, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, there's a magical leprechaun. He comes out at night, and I've seen him. And then he lives in the tunnels, the secret tunnels that no one else can find." Yeah, I mean, and I'm like, just make up your no, own. he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, he doesn't. And he goes, and people pay me money to go looking for. Th-. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. But if the story- he was some mad old drunk, and people were basically just buying him pints to talk about the leprechaun. If, if, I mean, I mean, it's all nonsense. So why not just start again with a better story? <laughs> what well, right. they did? They were like, right, first remake, no more fucking turnips. It's a pumpkin. It looks so much better. Yeah, but I, I just I say, listen, let's come up with a better story to tell kids in a hundred years. Something a bit tell, more metal. Yeah, some of the twists at the end, and that's he why a, he the, had a fist fight with the devil. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But this this ties back into the uh, the pre Christian um, origins of of the festival. Yeah, which is uh, supposedly to mark the end of autumn harvest. And also um, to sort of honour spirits moving on to the spirit realm, but also to ward off evil spirits. Yeah, well. sounds awesome. So they used to dress up in costumes and they used to burn bonfires. This was, I believe, called Samhain. Samhain. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. So what? What was? Isn't there a story with keeping the witches away or something like that? What else was synonymous with Halloween? Like it's just pumpkin, isn't it? I thought there's something to put something out is a food or something. Candy. I mean, that's probably like here's some. Bread and here's some bread and fruit, and please don't eat my baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something you like know, that. That's... Yeah. Um. So, what else have you got? I've got some mad ghost stories. Do you want to get into it? What What have you got, Andrew? You got? Any... I've just got zombies and werewolves. Very, oh, very brief, nice. It's very simple origin. Me. Right. So, uh, now let's go for you then. What have you? What are we going to zombies? Uh, straight to the zombies. Let's get so that. zombies. Um. So the word zombie and all of that and what we think of kind of zombies. Yeah. It's a slightly kind of mishmash of history, mm. but the word zombie uh, has its origins in Haitian folklore and, oh. by extension, Western Africa. Food. Yeah. I was just, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So because predominantly most not all but most of the slaves certainly in in the west were taken from western africa yeah 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 and that's where um there are a few different words that have kind of similar you're like oh that kind of looks like zombie so that's what the theory is obviously unfortunately the problem is that you take people away and erase all a trace of their history and ancestry and they can't really trace it back and go yeah that's where that came from um but yeah so the haitians um believed in uh if you one of the ideas was that zombies were the uh, trapped spirits of people who had killed themselves right so it was that they were kind of doomed to sort of linger on right because obviously 
in, in most religions, killing yourself. Purgatory sort yeah, of which is kind of an odd, horrible thing, because obviously if you're a slave, probably one of the few ways you had out was to take your own life. You know, I'm wondering, was that a controlling thing then, to say, like, you very try and get out yeah. of here, but you're, even by death? There's a lot of um, lot of what comes from zombie, later zombie mythology. You think, oh, this sounds like Western people going, uh. So um, that was the story of it. And then, then it became that the witch doctors would enslave the dead and have them as their, basically as their workers. Right, okay. You know, just to work and labour for them for free. Because right, yeah. you don't need to feed a dead person, you don't need to give So there's them. no way out. Yeah, exactly, you're just trapped there. And then it was kind of taken over by when uh, Westerners came to overthrow that Haitian Republic after the, ha- the Haitians had rebelled. Um, they then came back with stories saying, oh, they all they all like to bring back their dead, they all like to eat their dead, oh, you know, right, all this okay. kind of stuff, just to make them, yeah, part yeah. of the justification of why we have to, you know, uh, take control of these savages and raise them up. And White man's blood. Yeah, exactly. And it was a lot of that. And then that kind of fed into popular culture. Yeah, so it was more of an African food yeah. in Haitian. Okay, the eating sense. thing, the idea of them rising up and eating the living. Oh, yeah doesn't stem from the Haitian zombies. Uh, but there is reference in, as most things do, and in fact, same with werewolves, is that there is reference to it in Mesopotamian stories. Pretty much everything we have... Of what eating? Uh, well, of the dead coming back. So that it's um, the goddess Ishtar at one point uh, threatens and says, you know, if you don't uh, abide by these rules that I've set out, I think it's actually to let me into your house, i.e. as a metaphor, for if you don't worship me, yeah. that um, I will raise up the dead and they will eat you. They will oh, eat the okay. living until they outnumber, until the dead outnumber the living. Oh. And that is obviously the very much the kind of zombie. So it seems like those two have kind of mishmashed together. And then it came with when hell gets full, the dead, <laughs> yeah. the earth. It's yeah. interesting the dead will the, come and roam the earth. That the night of the living dead doesn't use the word zombie. It's, and none of, none of the marking, nothing like that. It refers to them as ghouls. Oh, right. Okay. So there's no reference. It's not till um, the sequel to Dawn. Day, Dawn of the Dead that they actually explicitly call them zombies. Zombies. I exactly. think it's one of the first words they Zombies. Say. And that would have gone back to a Haitian word or roughly. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, so I think okay. it's, I think in Haitians it's Z-O-M-B-I. Because oh, okay. there was, I think there was one or two films. It's like a, 50s film yeah stuff, there's but. one called i walked with a zombie unfortunately they're they're very you like you watch them now and you're like they're you know you go oh okay there there's some cool like atmosphere you your yeah, sorry there's an atmosphere in here but it's a little bit like oh these white people are getting drugged because <laughs> the um part of the theory behind it is that um the real zombies in inverted commas would be the people that these ones that were enslaved well, the idea was that they were um drugged with something i think it was the puffer fish that would kind of put them into an oh, almost yeah, yeah, yeah. death-like yeah. state and then given another poison that basically kind of made them walking vegetables so they got cold speed then yeah essentially yeah, yeah but permanently a, a chap in the 1980s went to Haiti to investigate this. I think because someone walked out and claimed that they had been kept as a on a plantation as a slave for decades and had finally freed themselves. And so he went to investigate and was told all about this and published all this research. And then everyone else in the scientific community went, "This is absolute nonsense. What are yeah. you saying?" But he said, "Well." Um, I, I've got all this uh, proof and everything and here's the thing and I just happen to have a series of books about it and they're available in all good bookstops. Right, so yeah, that's all that was really. Oh. So that's... I've uh, got a lecture tour you can hear yeah, all about exactly, it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, that's so where you're a uh, your werewolf. What's it? And the werewolf, lycanthropy. Yeah, so werewolves come uh, also are referenced in Mesopotamian oh. uh, things. So uh, in yeah. Epic of Gilgamesh, at one point he fights people who wear skins and skin changes oh. there's a lot of thing throughout human mythology about the idea of people transforming into monster uh human uh, sorry transforming into animals being half human half i mean you think yeah. of egyptian art one of the earliest known pieces of non so obviously of course uh people you would worship images of you know it's the cloud it's the sky father and whatever but in germany some one of the oldest ones many thousands of years old it's a lion-headed man so that's one of the earliest examples was a oh, was a Minotaur, yeah there was a bull um so um but one of the um earliest is and probably where we get the word lycanthropy from is that uh one of the greek myths which always borrowed heavily from persians yeah. was um lycoan who tested zeus by uh, he was like, oh, that's oh. where you get the word Lycos is from an actual person yeah. called what was it? Lycoan. Lycoan. And that was a, oh, okay. yeah, right. it was a king. This is um, you know, lovely old myth where he had like loads and loads of children. So he thought, well, I'm going to test if Zeus. I don't think Zeus is all powerful. I don't think he's all knowing. So I'm going to feed him one of my children in a pie. Yeah, and he won't pie. know the difference, and that'll prove. 
But Zeus did know, and so his punishment turned uh, like Cohen and all his children, who I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? It's not my fault. My dad's crazy, but he turned them all into wolves. And that kind of motif repeats throughout mythology of people being turned into wolves. Wasn't there a lot of Zeus being fed things that weren't? What was the... What was the he, oh, he wants to eat all the, the gods, and she gives him a stone. Uh, no, that was, that was his father. So, because um, it happened several... I think that was Uranus. No, Uranus ate Kron- Kronos. Kronos, that was, yeah. it, yeah. Because they all did the same thing. So uh, uh, um, Uranus ate his children and then Kronos escaped. Oh, and then Kronos right. ate, went, hmm. But then, you know. But he was he worried they were going to rise up. Yeah, same to, so the same mum to him. Said, because he'd, he'd killed Uranus. Had, uh, Kronos had castrated right, okay, Uranus. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, well, I don't want to be castrated <laughs> by my son, so I'll eat them. Forgetting the fact that that had happened. Anyway, um, so yeah. So oh. as uh, Zeus was fed, instead of uh, being fed, eating uh zeus as a baby his mother um yeah, she went to advise for somewhere and she, they gave her yeah. this wisdom yeah fed say, him the rocks and yeah. that made him throw up and, and then, then she hid the kid and yeah oh, okay i love the greek mythology because there's so much backstabbing and anger yeah. and jealousy and hate and love well that's it's uh, like a well, lot that's of, what i said stephen fry said he said that's the best one he yeah, said, because it would yeah. explain human beings that they're just us they're the word they're, jealous they're, and they're angry. petty and cruel yeah. and yeah, yeah. Even, that makes sense and don't, yeah. and don't really care yeah, yeah. and then um sort of so in cl- classical antiquity things like lang- lycanthropy were often a punishment but then later in north mythology it became like a power so you'd either put oh, on the animal's right. skin, which is where we get the word berserk from, because it's wearing Berserker. the bear skin, and they would just drink and get high and go crazy. What's the bear skin got to do with it? So berserk. Yeah. So that's where we get the word berserk from, from people wearing skin. So it wouldn't, oh. just, be, it wouldn't just be werewolves, it would be all sorts of animals that they would change into. Oh, okay. All the stuff about the full power. moon and all of that came much later. It used to be that people controlled it themselves, so they yeah. would either put on a magical belt, or they would be put on a skin. I thought it was going to do something to do with like the Greeks and something like the hiding the animal in you. you know, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is like metaphorical that. about, you know, the yeah. be- controlling the beast. Yeah, and inside, yeah. Kind of yeah. Oh, that's like good. Like most myths. So the Lycos was a god. What was his name? Lycoen. Lycoen. Okay. So Charles, what have you got? To educate the people. Right. What do you want? Black Monk. Black Monk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Black Monk of Pontefract. It's a ghost. Pont- Pontefract. Where's Pontefract? Black Monk of Pontefract sounds like a lovely pub. <laughs> Um, Jeff the Talking Mongoose. <laughs> oh, come on. You're not taking this seriously. <laughs> I gave you classical. I gave stories. you Epic of Gilgamesh. Yeah. This was in the Sun. Mind you, both about as The Sun newspaper, other. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and The Haunting of Alma Fielding. She, that she, name rings a bell. She was spawned. She was able to, like, conjure mice. Conjure mice. Have you been watching Disney? This is Disney Channel. Okay. Well, okay. Right, go on. All right. Give us the mongoose. Let's the just get that the, out of the way. And now the tale of bedknobs and broomsticks. Right. Have we Jeff, got any sound effects? No. Okay, Jeff the talking mongoose it is then. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Spelt with a G. Let's not get silly here. Okay, yeah. It was G-E-F. I mean... Okay. I can't decide if this more or less silly name than Stingy Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Well, well, we'll get to the end of this story. I think we can judge. See if anyone... all the biscuits? You. I had yeah. two. How many? But you had a bloody great big pack. I had three, and it was probably a multi-pack before it got here. How dare you? Right. How many did you have? One. Ch- uh, Karim, I think we're getting who's the guilty party here. Karim, how many did you have? You had a lot. <laughs> did you just have a big Mac? <laughs> Come on, you're making a mockery of this. I need to talk okay, about yeah, talking right. mongoose. Yeah, let's get back to the talking mongoose. <laughs> Is that right, mongoose? Mongai. Mon- <laughs> I'm not going to say what Carl Pilkinson says. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Go on, or obviously, go on, go on, yeah. (laughs) Tell me, tell them what you said before a mongoose was. Go on. Anyway, say that. I haven't seen that clip, but I've just worked out what he asked Yeah, and he's just like, no, say it, say it. And he's just good. <laughs> when he's trying to, it's a good to the Babylonians. Oh, the Babas. Yeah. said Baba. The Baba people. Yeah, yeah the Baba people. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Right. So it's 1930. Yeah. That's oh, not that far. Okay. Well, people are just recovering from the First World War and then what going to England. Oh, yeah. Gearing up for the next. Gearing up for Jeff. the next, yeah. as we're always doing. Gearing up for the next disaster. There was a story that went round about. A talking mongoose called Jeff. Um, right, yeah. Why was there a mongoose in England? Do we have mong like mongoose? <laughs> mongooses, mongooses, yeah, mongooses, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, apparently, okay. This is just, yeah, mongoose. That wouldn't be. And this was a big thing. This was a big thing in the in the papers, yeah. and uh, it was a big deal. 
and I think they even talked about it in Parliament um, at some. Oh, point. It was a national thing. Yeah, it was a na- big national oh, thing. Uh, they had uh, Harry Price, who was a, a celebrity ghost hunter at the time, uh, investigated it. Um, but it was a, this farmhouse, basically, in uh, Cation's Gap on the Isle of Man, and it was the Irving family. Um, they said that they had a, a barn, and they said that in the walls there was sort of a scratching and scuttling around, and they just thought oh, it was a mouse. And then they tried to get rid of it, and then apparently there was something talked to them from the walls. Yeah. And said, hello, I, my name's Jeff. <laughs> what's and the next door neighbour? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and he said, what's a mongoose? And they were like, well, aren't you a bit lost, mate? And he's just like, no, I'm here. I'm not a bad mongoose. I'm here to give you um, tips. And um, help you out, right? I'm assuming there's alcohol um, involved in this. But go on. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, it's the 30s. I would have said like drugs, but you know, yeah, yeah. I'm just 30s drugs. Well, I suppose it was the thir- no drugs. But, but, oh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yes, apparently the um, he used to sing nursery rhymes. Um, he, and he was in the walls. He it? was in the walls. Apparently, he used to come out sometimes for the family, and that's why they knew he was a mongoose. Uh, but then when anyone else came around, he would just. Go back into the walls. And That's just surprising. Talk. Surprising that he only showed himself to the people claiming it and never to anyone else. Not really. <laughs> Not really reading a lot of these kind of stories. <laughs> yeah. It's that there is lots of caveats. They're like, oh, he was just here two seconds ago. Like, oh, oh he's doing mad stuff. Oh, he was like lifting like up the Park table. Um, so apparently he used to sing nursery rhymes and he was a bit obsessed with their 13 year old daughter. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah. God. Um, yeah um so and also um yeah he's he's got a bit creepy around her apparently so they'll follow her where yeah, you I can see her. where this is going yeah, yeah i think yeah i'll decipher um, what this mongoose was but they had some people come investigate him uh, apparently some of the reporters came around and they said that he gave them racing tips right <laughs> i'm assuming this is just a neighbor um well, apparently this was a remote a short neighbor this was a remote uh thing mm. remote, remote farmhouse and they had the barn there so there wasn't anyone around and uh, he used to come around at night and then put the fire out and do stuff, like sort of tidy up. And he did this for a very long time, apparently, decades. Well, what's the ghostly bit? Why is that scary? Why is it a ghost mongoose? Because yeah. he said sometimes he was a ghost. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure that qualifies as a ghost <laughs> Ghost story. or a mongoose. It's more of a sort of mental health <laughs> article. I met, uh, you know, <laughs> he the, said sometimes he goes, I, he goes and, and he, he veered between being quite chill and like saying, "Hey, I'm just Jeff, the talking mongoose. You know, I'm here to, I'm here to party." And then sometimes he'd be like, "I will be the end of you." Yeah. So basically, some I'll swallow your soul. Someone, <laughs> someone in need of of care and uh, yeah. you know protection for themselves and for other people. With got their hands on a mongoose glove puppet. Yeah. And yeah. Um, right, so let, let's what's the next one. House. Right. Another another apparently famous story from the 30s: the haunting of Alma Fielding. If Alda Fielding turns out to be a mongoose, I'm going to be yeah, furious. Yeah. <laughs> um, it does involve magical mice, though. Oh, <laughs> so there's lots of rodents in these. Stuff. Yeah. We're on rodent.com. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, quick. Apparently, in 1938, Alma, a 34-year-old frustrated housewife living in the suburban Thornton Heath, okay. yeah, suddenly manifested the amazing ability to materialise certain objects, yeah. such as white mice and certain items of jewellery. Right. The white mice would often come from her handbag, and also they found that beetles would emerge from her gloves. So she didn't wash very often. Yeah, she's just hiding beetles and up her stunk. gloves. <laughs> yeah. um, yes, and I have heard this. I have heard like there's, there were some gurus in India, yeah. and they they said that they can like uh, materialize, manifest, manifest yeah. uh, uh, gems and jewels yeah, yeah. and precious stones and stuff. Um, always when they're wearing baggy baggy sleeves always, and stuff. always just after they're gone what's that over there yeah 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 <laughs> they're sort of going well remember the the, the louis through thing when he did the one yeah and he's the one and the guy said oh, i was with the fella and he just stamped his feet and 50 quid was underneath and i was like well could that have just, been a trick just tucked in his boot yeah, you know yeah. in the groove in your yeah that's soul. a big yeah but apparently yeah this woman uh, she went she was doing it in front of audience i think she she went on stage and was doing this in front of people it became a bit of an act um and then they they started to uh, um, sort of do you know the ghost hunters and the people tried to debunk her. Yeah, and they they even got apparently Sigmund Freud uh, discussed her case. <laughs> he said that was a load of rubbish. Yeah, what the hell's all <laughs> this about? This is one mental illnesses. <laughs> yeah. That was the comment. 
And yeah, so that was his conclusion. Okay. It's just like, why are you bothering me? Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. I've got some more coke to do. What? So what's the last one? The last one. I thought you had three. The thing um, of Pontifract. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, no. Well, I've got Battersea Poltergeist. Go on. Oh, here we go. Um, is, this one, is this one actually got, you know, a story? <laughs> if these are all ra- in the papers. Rad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gold and the gopher. Yeah. In the old, the old there he thing. goes, yeah. There was a squirrel. <laughs> right. 1950s. Picture this. Okay, 1956. Closer. Battersea. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> South London. Hitching family. Woke... Wake up, banging and scratching. Neighbours come around and complain. Bloody neighbours. Um, lots of people, lots of independent people saw lots of stuff flying around. <laughs> lots of independent people, just well, nothing. Just they, nothing said that, they said that no the neighbours, the family. Loads of the people. Fam- lo- tons of people yeah. said this. So, so, <laughs> the so, best so, people, a lot of people. It's, yeah. a, fact. Yeah. it's a fact, well, that, okay? It's coming together and you're telling the story. I'm okay. Sure. <laughs> Apparently, and they heard a voice, and it would soften say mad, horrible stuff. Yeah, yeah um, still Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he have a wig on? <laughs> they decided to call the ghost Donald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such That's no shit. That really yeah. caught me off. Yeah. <laughs> Is it oh, actually that, called Donald? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, go on. Um, and Is it, it referred. And it referred. To, yeah. Um, yeah, and that was, and again, that was brought up in Parliament. Um, Fucking, I didn't have a lot to talk I was going on. Say, surely post-war recovery still, you know. <laughs> it's, no, be- got- it's before the internet. I mean, they didn't have Netflix back then. They, they didn't have you, Paul. So go on, what's the story? They didn't have you. Um, <laughs> newspapers started calling uh, Donald as the ghost ghost boyfriend of I thought the, he was joking when he of the family's teenage daughter, <laughs> Shirley. Again, the teenage daughter, yeah, again, there's some weird... Yeah. There, there's some so this yeah. is basically, themes. this seems, unfortunately, I'm not being, you know, this is... This seems like clearly somebody's molesting these people yeah, and doing some weird yeah. story. Of like, oh, it, it was the ghost. Oh, you got you got to look away when the ghost comes. Yeah. That seems all it ghost is. Like, coming at yeah, night, essentially, yeah. it just seems like that's what's going on here. And yeah, apparently people were, they, they'd go to sleep and they'd, they'd wake up and someone had written like, fuck you on the wall and stuff. And they're like, must be ghosts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like all of a sudden, Not like the mum was door. noticing that like money was going missing from her purse, you know, must be the ghost. Yeah. Hearing footsteps. Yeah. Someone was going next door. Yeah. The boo- next the door. Boo- was going down. <laughs> you know, the booze was going down a bit every now and then. it must yeah. be the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's about it. Really. Like what, yeah. what does a ghost need with, you know, what does God need with a starship? What does a ghost need with what money? What does God need with a <laughs> starship? Yeah. You know, what is it? Do they, do you have, um, Oh God. Um, I forgot. I was going to, I have to change that question. Uh, do you have Halloween in Turkey? Karim? Yeah, kind of. Ha- uh, uh, it's like, pumpkins? Like a party day. It's like, is it very much, it's like, oh, this is just a fun thing to do. No, is it like the European, it's a celebration of the dead day or something? No, no, it's just like, oh, Halloween, no film. Trick or treat? But I mean, as in, it wasn't, it wasn't there until the kind of commercialization of, there's no historical. How do you say trick or treat in Turkish? Um... For our listeners who can't hear, but you didn't miss anything. He couldn't remember. Well, how do you say trick? In that context, I don't know. Okay, you'd have to say like magic or something. There was like a different kind of saying. Have you heard anyone? What we're establishing here is that there isn't a direct translation for trick or treat. Have you had anybody knock on your door to trick or treat ever? A few times. The last time I felt so bad because I was at home alone. This was when I was living in Wimbledon in a house share. Six of us in total. Six? Yeah. But I was six. I might have been five at that point, I think, yeah. Well, thank God for that. I was worried you were living a squad. Yeah, but it was like in quite a big house. It was quite a big house. So, you know, everyone had their own room and kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, And there was this, I was working away at night, like tapping away, and then I just hear this very like, nah, it can't be anything. Carried on. Then. Little fist tapping on the door. Yeah. And so I think, oh, maybe it's trick or treaters or something like that. I didn't have any candy or anything like that. I would have just been like, look, I'm sorry, I haven't got anything so or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, come on. <laughs> got a, a wallet. I've only got the right bit of fiver. No, yeah. I, got the, I got the baseball bat and I yeah. opened the door <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't see anything, but except for there was a lady at the end of the path. Yeah. And then I heard these two little voices go, trick or treat. And I looked down. They were so small. I hadn't, yeah. no, I hadn't noticed them. And I literally felt like oh, screwed. Yeah. With no. Oh, no. So the yeah. only thing I had, which probably wasn't appropriate for them, I did warn the toothpaste. Their mother. No, I had some Edinburgh Rock. It was the only thing. Edinburgh Rock. It's like a kind of quite 
It's not like Brighton Rock, you know, that's right, very yeah. hard. So it is, you can crunch it. Right, but I just yeah. said to the mum, I said, that's quite like hard. Oh, so yeah. maybe, but I just thought, yeah. well, at least I can give them something. She can sneak it out the right, yeah. stash later and then give them something else yeah. instead. But it was just, I literally felt like the worst person. I'll, These tiny. It's the fact you looking down and yeah. these two little. <laughs> but because I didn't, they were so small, I didn't see them at first. And they, you know, they've got their buckets, but they can't even lift them off the floor because their little arms oh, are so God. short. I just, I felt like, you tiny Tim shall go wanting <laughs> and slap. Wasn't the tiny Tim, wasn't it around here, Camden? That was a story. What was it? What Christmas was Carol? It was based around here. Um, I can't remember if Christmas I Carol can't remember. Was set. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, Cam, I'm sure specifically. Yeah, it might be the Cratchit lives because he has to trudge miles. Yeah, Bob Cratchit yeah. might have had yeah, to might like trudge miles. Have you heard any uh, uh, any Halloween? I uh, not uh, when it just depends where I was living. Uh, where the hell do we have them? Um, did we I, have them? Yeah. No. Did you ever do it yourself as a kid? No, I mean, I live in the middle no. of nowhere. So well, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. But I think it's it's also, in England, it wasn't like a real, like, oh, everyone goes out trick-or-treating when we were kids, like in the 80s and 90s. I was, was going to ask, when did it become a thing? Because I don't remember it, like, I don't remember it's anyone ever American doing. influence really yeah. kicked well, in. Yeah, all it is, yeah, because I don't remember anyone doing it. I don't remember, like, anyone really God, celebrating Halloween that, yeah, stuff. There's also, like, a Halloween party would be, you just went as Batman or whatever. It wasn't, it yeah. was just a big Dr- Drunk Batman. Or... Yeah, exactly. But it was, <laughs> but no, I mean, as children, you know, our generation, like, uh, so people in their mid-30s, mid-30s, late-30s, mid to late-30s, um, would you're mid thirties, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Fine. I do not admit of deny. Okay. So mid mid for you, late for me. Um, the, well, it was time, okay. Um, it was yeah. You didn't. There were you. You might have a party around your friend's house, but it wasn't like oh, we're all going to dress up as ghouls and goblins. And why why is mum wearing a PVC Catwoman suit? And why is dad got you know like why is he being a you know why are they being whatever? There was none of that. It was. You just dressed up as whatever. So you dressed up as Fred Flintstone, you dressed up as Thingy, yeah, and there wasn't kicking. I would say early noughties. Yeah. Yeah. But it hasn't really taken off properly. No, I don't think it? trick or treating has taken off. Yeah. Maybe in, like, I think probably in smaller community, like in a nice sleepy I still town. I do hear people say, no, in America, it really is a it's big a thing. Like they build up America, to it everything. Yeah. They really yeah. do. And the trick or treating is arranged. It's part and... of the big holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Because uh, it's a non it's a non denominational holiday. It's a sort of a, a religious holiday, isn't it? So slightly. Valentine's Day, it does disappear a bit every year, doesn't it? No, it is getting to the point where people care about it less and less. It's just yeah, dying I think, out. I don't it really is. Yeah. I. Yeah, I mean, if you're single, yeah, I mean, you give just a shit. Yeah, give a shit. Um, yeah. I remember oh, talking about Valentine's Day. I remember one one year. Is this uh, a scary story, Charles? <laughs> yes, it is. It's <laughs> a terrifying. It's a terrifying yeah. story. And I remember me and my friend, uh, we used to play a lot of Gears of War two horde mode a lot. Um, they said Good. what what no, what Gears of War two horde mode. It was a sort of online cooperative uh, mode where you used to face wave after wave of bad guys. Yeah, online as a team. Quite fun, whatever. Um, and then we both saw that they said it had one thing, and it said Valentine's Day double XP weekend. And it was a weekend. It was Valentine's Day week. Valentine's weekend. Um, you got twice as much experience points and sort oh. of rewards for playing the game. We were both like, "Oh, yeah, that's really cool." We should definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I still refer to that because I was like, and then reflection, we're like, "Yeah, that's fucking sad." Um, that's really pathetic. The so yeah, that, that's forward the, to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bit. We both like, thought, oh, it's really cool. We get on that, man. Like yeah. double XP. Yeah, we'll level up real quick. Yeah, everyone else is. So that's the most horrifying. <laughs> that's the most horrifying story I have to tell you tonight. Well, I mean, it's certainly scarier than the monger. Yeah, <laughs> the I mean, that was just comedic. Doom. That was like right. Hexam heads. What's this? <laughs> this is a bit better. Go on. Okay, nineteen seventy-one. Is Hexam an area? What's the? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, the Hexam heads. Nineteen seventy-one. Two boys called Colin and Leslie. Robson were doing a bit of digging in their garden when they discovered a pair of stone heads each the size of an orange with faces carved on them Uh, they did look a bit weird by the way the image is shrunken heads Uh, they looked a bit creepy Um, um, when they brought their creepy finds into the house strange things started happening the heads apparently moved on their own and glass bottles and uh, crockery smashed Scared, the Robsons handed them over to Dr. Anne Ross, an academic who believed the heads to be pa- uh, Celtic pagan artefacts. The idea that the heads were cursed or evil took flight when Dr. Ross did an interview with the BBC describing how, after handling them, she would wake up in the, in the night to find a, a figure creeping up on her. The upper part was a wolf and the lower part was a human. 
this is, feels like an abuse story again. It's just, all these people creeping in at night with a woman. There's always never a bloke. Yeah, it's never a guy yeah. getting attacked by yeah. a, a hand puppet. It's always a woman, yeah. you know, a woman or a young girl. Um, apparently, there was a lot. Of, there was this was again in the news and became a thing. Um, talked about it in Parliament. Yeah, t- again mentioned in Parliament. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christmas yeah. address. Yeah. Slow week in Parliament. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, apparently, they studied the stones and concluded they were indeed genuine artifacts. They were genuine, yeah, sort right. of uh, ancient Celtic artifacts. Um, but these disappeared in 1978. Stolen, really. lost. Apparently, they'll pop up on the Antiques Roadshow in a couple yeah. of years. So if you've got anything that's genuinely scary, it's kind of chilling. Because you've got quite a lot of paperwork there. They're all pretty much like this. Oh, right. <laughs> give us some headlines. So got, give us the headlines. Let's pick one of the headlines. Um, you've got anything modern times? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, funny enough, there aren't that many modern, you know, yeah. it's, it's, all, it's a bit like with um, miracles. It has you know, to be far back all, enough that you can't track it. It's, yeah, basically there's no camera footage of, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, what else have you got? Anything? Give us some headlines. Body in the bread oven. Ooh. Body. Well, is this going to be horror to some massacre of... Body? No, give us another one. The White Lady. Yeah, there's tons there. of White Ladies. Yeah, there's tons of White Ladies. We used to have a, a ghost story at my old school, and it was the White Lady. It was. Um, I think they used to have Rising Damp. one that called? And the it White was. Lady. I think it was November the first or something. Uh, it's supposedly we used to sneak out and go to the playing fields and look for the White Lady. It was supposed to be. A, it was supposed to be a matron at this. Board. Hunting it was supposed to be a matron at the boarding school, and right. like. And they said that, oh, she'd, um, she'd come out and said lots of stuff. And then they went in and found she'd been dead for two days. And, ooh, and it was a ghost. And <sighs> Give us another headline. <laughs> the licking stones. <laughs> no. Veto. Veto. Right. Coach made from bones. <laughs> You're an idiot. Is that anything to do with Halloween? Or is this just like an engineering story? Is this, is this a football coach made of bones? Or like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, mean like we're, all, a... we're all kind of made of bones, are we? <laughs> well, that's, there's a debate. Who's <laughs> made of bones, <laughs> skin and are muscle? We made of, are, we made of bo- are, we, are we made of bones or are we made of flesh? Yeah. You know, are we skeletons driving? We're an ectoskeleton. Um, we've got, got the bones with a layer of flesh on top. Come on, we've got to take this seriously. There must be something. Right. This is from the 17th century, right? Okay. They said every night at midnight, the ghost of Lady Howard travels from Oak, Oakhampton Castle to her home in Tavistock in a coach made from the bones of her former husband. That doesn't make any sense. Why? Why? Why, she, why? Why the husband made bones? Was he? Um... But, but you wouldn't have enough bones to make a coach. I mean, she might have had coach? a lot of husbands. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. the husbands. Coach is driven by a headless co- uh, coachman, and the skeletal hound follows behind. Some believe that she has an eternal task to remove all the grass from around the castle. Oh, that's ridiculous. One blade at a time. Like, you know, One do, blade do, at a time. Yeah, do the, do the vengeance on the yeah, firstborn yeah. of her enemies or something. Yep. The thing is, it's just these stories. It's somebody said once something happened to some happened people. happened to some guy. Lad, like, yeah, someone down the pub said. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> In the 17th century, somebody might have said to somebody else something about a story that once happened. You, go, well, you lost me after the first person. What is there anything modern? You got nothing modern in there. I did have a few. I don't remember what the most recent one. Fine, nineteen thirty. We had. Yeah. When did Parliament start? Because that's when all these stories. Right, black monk. The black uh, monk of Pontefract. Yeah, black monk of Pont. Okay. All right. Here we go. Pontefract um, is where, of course, uh, uh, King Richard II was murdered. Okay. So spooky place, right there. This, however, is a spooky story. Uh, apparently, well, we'll, be, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> yeah, 30 East Drive, a semi-detached house on a council estate near a Chinese takeaway. <laughs> Hang on, what? What was the king thing? That was just where That's context. Oh, it's the it's area. It's just flavour. Oh, okay. right. so that's a council house. It's just flavour text, that, right? <laughs> <It's> very <laughs> progressive. To- <laughs> king went to a council house, went, oh, and died. So 1968, the Pritchard family spent 10 months bombarded by bizarre violent events, including objects such as paintbrushes, eggs, and a crucifix flying through the air. A grandfather clock being chucked down the stairs and sinister inverted crosses appearing painted on doors. So, yeah, yeah, there's that. Most terrifying, Mum Jean and the teenage son Philip saw his sister Diane being dragged up the stairs screaming. The strangest event was when their religious aunt Maud came to stay. She lost her fur gloves, only to be woken by disembodied ghostly hands waving them around the room as she sang onward christian soldiers to scare them off the hands apparently conducted her right 
So that's the sun doing it in the dark with these yeah. gloves. Yeah, and your mad aunt. Um, I just don't like the daughter being dragged up the stairs in the bed. Yeah, was, by whom? Yeah. This, was, this was claimed, uh, the black monk, it was claimed, was um, the idea of a, a dark cowled figure the family claimed to keep on seeing. And uh, it was connected to a medieval monk who'd been hanged on the site of the house. Apparently that wasn't true, but the idea remains. I mean, I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's still a, it's still a spot, and apparently you can you can book um, rooms there for the night, and you can uh, and they it's very big on Instagram. On Instagram, of course. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. Would, you, would you say do you say hanged or hung? Hanged, hanged. From, a, from a person. Clothes are hung. A man is hanged. Yeah. So you can't say. But you say someone was hung. You, that's they, just bad grammar. Uh, it's well, you say tense, someone yeah. was hung, but then that means something different. <laughs> no, why? Move on. Move on. If you were hanged or hung, move on. Oh, (laughs) the wheels started to turn. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll leave the stories. Well done, John. You've got some good (laughs) stories. Thanks for that, Charlie. Participation. Really, really good. There's there's no way into conversation to those. Because they're all bullshit. I'm sorry. There's no conclusion. Like like with any of these things. What's the most recent? Is there anything recently that you've heard of stories? Um, I mean, you used to have that... well, there you say it. With all the proof, like cameras and all that, man, it's sort of died out. Yeah, because it's bullshit. Yeah. Because they can't be like, here's a Victorian girl in this picture that we, you know, just got two pictures and super, you know, put them together like that. Or with the, you know, old fashioned. I remember Ricky talking delayed. about Ricky Gervais earlier. He said, he said, he said to Carl Bilkin once, he said, where are all the caveman ghosts? Where are all the dead? Why they only exist in the Victorian era? With all these dead people. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> yeah, there was a, a thing that it was a, a kind of a, a thing uh, at Hampton Court. So they, the ghost of Jane Seymour, apparently. And again, it was one of these things where they would sell um, double exposed photographs, and it was it was just yeah, a camera right, trick. Yeah, yeah. And they said, "Oh, this is the ghost yeah. of Jane Seymour." And again, it was a big deal. Yeah, think of what Talked you get about away Parliament. with, with military, yeah, Parliament. <laughs> and um, yeah, Parliament again. And yeah, you don't get that anymore. Did anybody ever die in Parliament? Is there any stories? There must be um, just like the amount of people. The old what do you mean? Is in like someone snuffed it, attack, sat yeah. in a chair? Must um, be. Probably. I can't. No one rings. Any stories about haunted? Parliament. I mean, they're all dead on the inside. It's all well, castles, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's all castles. Uh, well, the old, I mean, it depends how, because there's been a parliament for a long, long, you know, n- not necessarily. Yeah, a lot of old people. Them, surely there must have been. I mean, there was on. parliament in, you know, medieval times. There was parliaments in all the way through. A different building, because that's not the same. Haunted. It's been burned down about four times. It's a shame we're, we're going to sort of run out of ghost stories now that cameras have been invented. <laughs> there's no, there's no yeah. more. They're all going to stay in the 16th century. Well, no, century. they'll just set them in different times or, you know. I mean, just manipulate images now. Yeah. We just manipulate the footage. Well, now it? all the horror stories are, it's always a possessed, you know, it's always um, demonic spirits, isn't it? Possessing people. Oh, and, you, yeah, you know, like Joe Biden. In, yeah. In, yeah. in North London, there was a possession story. And you know, now it's just a religious thing. She was epileptic and that's what it was. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Um, um, there was a girl in Germany in the, I think it was the 70s. And that's the basis of several things, including the exorcism of Emily Rose, although they transposed the story to yeah. America. Um, but that is now generally they're like yeah that was just someone mentally ill who had epilepsy and yeah. we, i think it was epilepsy. some sort of seizures i think it was and they were like we probably should have got the medical attention well the, the, the original exorcist story we talked about with the boy that was like the late 50s 60s i think so that wasn't that far ago yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. think john paul, paul the second did an exorcism they don't there's just not a lot said about them so do you know they what, still do they still have a designated exorcist say, for each region is yeah. there literally is that a thing that yeah. you have to train for yeah there is a training. and i wonder how much they get training is in sort of mental health first like there must be something to to, to well, figure out is in, that in the book how much of it is based on reality although it certainly comes across as authentic in in the book of the exorcist sorry this is but there's a lot of no exorcism should be the last resort because yeah. most of the time it's actually just mental health and we don't want to be it's it's actually kind of discredits us as much as people think like oh they've got the power to do actually it will make us look stupid yeah <clears throat> excuse me if we were going, oh, exorcism, and then, you know, she's got a, a brain, you know, um, some kind of brain damage. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say she. Neurological, neurological. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, have you ever carved out a pumpkin? Uh, not for a long time, no. You've got a lot of hassle to buy, yeah. I think. <laughs> and they always look too small to do anyway. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter, it's the um, chap who does those very British problems memes. It made me laugh so much because it was so silly. He just got a pumpkin, a giant pumpkin, and just with a sort of sharpie pen, just drew a smiley face <laughs> on it. Just went done. <laughs> it really tickled me, just the silliness of it. Um, no, I don't know. You don't really see. I think again. I think 
you you can do that in a small you know local community if you're in the suburb somewhere in london or yeah. in a small town or you know suburbs anyway. yeah you can't just do it in your street in the high street in london or just get kicked or someone will take a poop in one or, yeah god for god's sake who took one of the you, cups out of there You've you've taken the stunt cups. Where's the other Me, cup? because you pointed to it and said, take one of the no, cups. from inside the cupboard. Oh, right. You've taken one that. of our set design. <laughs> that's a fake cup. It's only made out of paper. <laughs> oh, well, that's what The Unseen Hands. Oh, God. Bolsover Castle. <laughs> this is just another molestation, isn't it? The magnificent former home of Sir Charles Cavendish during the 17th century has a dark side. Ooh. Um, previous... An aristocrat with a dark history. <laughs> yeah, I, nobody shocked. checked the basement till after I'm long dead. Yeah, <laughs> don't ask how I got all this money. Yeah, yeah. Basically, when I die, burn all my computers. Yeah. <laughs> um, previous occupants seem intent to linger on the mansion, roaming the halls and grounds as if they still reside there. Visit if you're lucky. Visitors may come across Sir Charles himself, who stood still wander the corridors. You may catch the distinct aroma of horses coming from the empty former riding school, and also he's known to. Pinch and slap people with a Pinch pair of magical unseen no, it's a man. hands. It's a man, yeah, it's yeah. a man. Particularly women. He's known to follow. Basically, it's, it's, old, yeah. it's an old codger and everyone feels too guilty to send him to jail when he's slapping women's bottoms. So they just did like, oh, it, you know X-Files, predominantly, it was like all UFOs and things. Did it ever go ghostly? Didn't uh, they start didn't, to get they, weird? They would have, um, there was kind of main story arc with the aliens, but they had what, what they would call the Monster of the Week episodes. And those, oh, wow. I don't think they ever did ghosts, but they did. Oh, no, they had they the did. guy, they there was the astral projection. Yeah, there was one. Uh, oh, no, there were a couple. Uh, in yeah. fact, an early on yeah. one. It was it's a really good yeah. one. I forget what it's called. But it's... um. He's a he's a vengeful spirit. At first, this woman thinks uh, that she uh, she is his former secretary. Yeah. He killed himself. Uh, that's what the theory is. Then he shows her kind of very sixth sense style that he yeah. was murdered. And at first, she thinks she's being haunted and attacked by him. You know, but actually, he's trying to protect her from people who are trying oh, to attack right, her. Yeah. And there's there's some really grisly. There's a bit where sort of somebody gets pinned up against the wall and their throat crushed with a ghostly oh, wow. hat, and you're like, Ooh. and is that early on? Seriously? That's quite an early. I that's thought that'd be like desperate. No, no, no. They, well, no. The third, I think, the third episode of the season was a monster of the week. It was the it was tombs. You know, the guy who could stretch himself. Oh yeah. Uh, it's a, that's a really him. good one, yeah. That, uh, he came back as well. Yeah. Didn't he? Yes, yeah less, less, less impact because you'd kind of seen it, but it was still good. It yeah, was, cool, it was yeah. a little bit like the Jaws too. Like you're like, oh, this yeah, is good, yeah. but it wasn't. We know it's the- a creepy image when yeah, he's yeah. going down the the um, the chimney. Yeah, I think in the second one, the, the, and was it CGI one, at that time? Then did that kick uh, in? a little, but most of it was a contortionist that they were oh, that, right. that freaks everyone out. And they got like so. rubber. It is he's oh. rubber. Yeah, but it's some stuff. of it was optical tricks. What happened to those two? Muller, the, the actor, actors, and all. Um, they went on to continue. I mean, Gillian uh, Anderson works more than he does. Certainly more. I mean, yeah. she, she works all the time. She does she's of- yeah, she's. I, I like a bit. I like me a bit of um, older Gillian Anderson. She's actually. A Has she been actor. anything I'd know? She's been a bunch of English stuff, hasn't she? Recently? Yeah, because she. Yeah. Uh, she did the TV show The Fall. It was about yeah. an investigation about serial killer. It's quite what good. About him? It was all right. Yeah. Um, so he went on and did Californication, didn't he, for a it's long okay. time? I think that's why he left. One of the things he did straight after the X Files, didn't he? Because uh, he left. He he left one of the like series eight or something. Yeah, quite late on. Back. Odd one or two appearances here and there. Yeah, and he sort of came back towards it because he left. He basically had enough of it, and then they got um, the T one thousand him, like a couple of seasons. Robert, Robert Patrick. Robert, oh right. <laughs> the robots yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just, he's always that was a documentary yeah. what, um, what horror films are out now got Halloween's out uh, yeah Halloween Kills is out I saw the have first have you seen it no I saw oh. the first I say the first as in of this new series new trilogy it's okay. oh, it's a trilogy oh yeah we was just saying it's a carry on from the last one yeah yeah so it, it's okay the first, I haven't seen I haven't seen Halloween but there's going to be another one then yeah and then the next year is Halloween ends but it's not going to end no of course it? not the final Halloween I think, yeah. I think they've got Halloween ends in inverted I mean comedy. the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis is still going look let's just kill him this way go, no just stop killing him this isn't going to work let's just go let's just leave he's not dying in any way possible uh, yeah I thought it, I no just, matter what happens it, obviously it, an explosion and yeah. it's what? an enjoyable hour and a half it's fine it's okay it's it's really everyone went berserk over and was like oh my god it's, it's like this guy walking around and mass stabbing people I think we did that 50 years ago didn't we with the first one yeah but it, it was kind of cool seeing her back doing it and then kind of reframing it so it's like oh she's the she's kind of the nutter because she's ptsd right, yeah, yeah, yeah she's obsessive and yeah, she's kind yeah, of well. almost a survivalist and they, so that was an interesting angle they like linda hamilton yeah they, yeah they, like, like from so, terminator 2 so. they just they just can't use come back and this person's character is just nuts because we're <laughs> with this knowledge you know yeah. of like, um, of like what's happening yeah yeah and some of the deaths were kind of 
in that sort of way, the reason you watch a slasher film is not for the scares. You watch it for the kind of like slightly grisly deaths. Um, and it what was are a- the effects in the uh, the Exorcist series? Are they do they work or is it all CGI jumping uh, off the walls and bending? There's some CGI. There's a mix of How CGI and practical. It looks pretty good actually. Yeah, they don't go yeah. mad and make no. They don't go OTT. Um, trying to think, there were the odd moments you went. Oh, I can feel like I can see the stitching on that one, but most of it's. Um, yeah, it's pretty possible for a TV the, show as well. Um, there's something on Netflix called Ghost Stories, and it's three different stories, a British thing. Uh, the film? Is it a film? It's three different stories. Yeah, is it somebody investigating people? The guy in the lighthouse, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. I was disappointed with the ending. Yeah, the ending, it was a bit like... Oh, uh, come on. Uh, yeah, have, you seen, have you got Netflix? Uh, I currently don't. No. The first one was quite good, with the actor, uh, the, Harry Enfield and Friends. Oh, Paul Whitehouse. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, I thought, oh, he's quite a good actor then. Yeah, right? he's done yeah. a few things. Yeah. He, do, he, yeah. he still mostly does comedy, but every once in a while you see him in doing something. I saw him getting pulled over by the police in Incident. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, he's just still outside a big fur coat, didn't laugh. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. to be honest, he could have been filming. I only saw the police car pulling him over and he had the big fur thingy jacket on. Not wasn't like, that jacket. Sim- like that Simpsons when they go to Hollywood and they're like going past all the lots and then they're like, oh, look. Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is filming a uh, filming a scene uh, with you know where they're doing a shootout with the cops and he's just like behind a car just firing off all these guns and they go I don't see any cameras. Strange thing to think that at one. I mean, obviously he was never shooting. We should be very clear. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was it is strange to think like how massive a star he came, became because of you know all the Marvel films and obviously Sherlock and all those kind of things. And then you think there was a time when his career was dead, yeah. dead. Have you seen those? Have you seen his um, the zombie? The zombie yeah, career. basically, yeah, it came. Have you seen his mugshot? <laughs> Have you seen his mug shots? No. Where he's just smart. He's just like going. Which ones? Yeah. His ones are kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. There's one that he's kind of a bit sneery, but most of them he's just, he just, just he still looks high. Yeah. He's just what happens in a mug shot. If you just refuse to not smile, uh, to refuse to frown, just smile. If you just carry on smiling. Some people do just smile. You see people. people. Oh, you can get Yeah. Yeah. You can do, they just need to see your face. I mean, you can't, you can't go and disguise your face, but you can smile. It doesn't look good because obviously that what they want you to do is be you know be very contrite. And yeah. No, but that so. doesn't go to court, does it? That's I don't so know. But his one, do his one, he was literally game. <laughs> like, yeah, screw it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I think one of the best ones was uh, not. It wasn't a mugshot, but it was Jane Fonda. She received a BAFTA Lifetime Achievement Award whilst being arrested for protesting against Trump. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's like, oh, what BAFTA, was this recently? Thank then? you. There was a couple of years back. Yeah, okay. but she got like the BAFTA, and so they're live streaming this. Like, like, oh, we now go live to Jane because <laughs> you know you're getting the award. So right, yeah. I'm sure she arranged. She was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to tell them. She's well, not going to yeah, say yeah, yeah. I'm going to get arrested, but I'm sure she went. Hanoi yeah. Jane back yeah. at it again. But yeah. yeah. But she, pro- I'm sure she probably said to them, "Oh yeah, Bafta, if you meet me at say twelve o'clock yeah. here at this thing," and didn't tell them that she was protesting. I'm gonna get arrested. Yeah, she's on this live thing. Go, Bafta, thank you. As they're like loading her Bloody in the van, handcuffed. When's the next Oscars? Have we um, just had I one guess it would be March. Yeah. Oh, this year. It's usually around next year. Yeah. What is it? Every four years. Every year. Yeah, every year. Oh, bloody hell! It's not the World Cup. You're thinking yeah. the World oh, Cup. Yeah. Though, yeah. Oh, so that's basically, if you work for them, that's a lifelong job then. You start one, then you start planning the other one. Um, it's just constant. It's like the Seven Bridge, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, by the time you finish one, start. Well, you yeah. probably just work I mean, on the live TV. You don't work on, because they have different producers, and they'll. but you it'll just be a thing that, it's the same like live sports broadcast. So what? although the presenters will be the same people yeah. in front of the camera, the crew will just be whoever's available yeah and they'll probably but be if it's Oscar, your constant, that would be your they main probably job. Your th- well, yeah, but it's only a, like a, a, a one-evening telecast oh uh, but what they're doing is you're probably if you worked on the oscars you probably worked on the emmys the tonys the da 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 because you're used to oh doing right yeah filming yeah, yeah. In the oh, same i suppose way if you're like an executive producer yeah it's going to be if you're lower down or yeah yeah, yeah, yeah be because you get on the awards circuit yeah, yeah. The they got way. anything to show i mean nothing's happened for the last couple of years so what they've they got on? plenty of stuff yeah yeah they, they managed do. to pull one out last year so i mean yeah yeah but then they had the backlog from the i suppose yeah so now last year nothing happened so I expect June or just win everything because yeah. that's I mean, the only like um, uh, sort of prestige kind of film out. But there's also been a weird thing where some films that were nominated during the awards circuit, so not just the Oscars, but they were you know were up for awards in Venice and all that kind of thing, weren't have, have largely not been seen by the public. But because that's when they were released in order to be eligible, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I think okay, oh, yeah. we'll release now. We'll be at, and so they sc- screened in one plate festival qualification, yeah. and so and no the, c- the cinema's about. open now fully. Yeah, completely. You go and sit down as normal, yeah. no social distancing. I know the the Chinese. Uh, uh, Cinema market, theatrical markets, um, doing gangbusters. Yeah. Didn't they have? Um, uh, is it Police Story Three or Cop Story Three? Sure. Um, did like sort of nearly seven hundred million just domestically in China. What yeah. was that word? Gangbusters. What was that? Uh, 
going very going, well. Yeah, going oh. great guns, going oh. very well. The ghost of gangbusters. <laughs> you ever seen a ghost? No, of course not. The the, the Jules Jules guides. He said, I did hear. He, yeah, he yeah. saw one, but then he said, nah, probably not." It was almost. I was almost wondering if he was going to go like Dan Aykroyd, Ghostbusters. Ghost BJ, like when he was like, it was in the, it was in the. Thing. It's so strange to remember that that bit. You always, every time I watch it's that so film, weird. I'm like, oh yeah, there's a bit where he gets um, yeah, 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 sexually yeah. assaulted by a ghost. Yeah. yeah, and it's sort of, it's such a strange man, and that's a kids film. Yeah, like in the eighties, yeah, yeah, in the eighties, yeah. they could have that. It's like Kindergarten Cop is a kids film. It's like somebody dies, dies of an overdose, people getting shot. There's uh, the you abuse know. and the abuse. Uh, the there's a guy who's basically a pimp who who um uh, beats up this woman, and so he uses the, uh, he wants her as the witness. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but she ran away because he was abusive. And just like for kids, kids though, yeah, <laughs> kids films, great. Well, there you go. I think we covered everything. I think there's nothing we left out there. Halloween is it? We got we got it all. Any other rodents? Yeah, any other rodent stories? Uh, the the disappearing biscuits. Yeah, we exactly. never really figured out. It was strange. I left the room, and when I came back, the biscuits were all gone. Exactly. It was the it was the gopher. And Karem was here, but he said he saw nothing. He saw a gopher. <laughs> the <laughs> haunted pigeon of Westminster. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyway, I don't know what we did there, but hopefully it was entertaining. If anything, we had a disappearing cup and disappearing biscuits. And we've decked the place out. I think we've done all right for you, on a budget. If you, if you look um, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you'll see, you this was uh, Charles kept all the Halloween stuff from last year or the year before. So we had to, we've done some quite nice stuff with the lighting. Andrew's brought in his high tech mask that you can see up there in the corner. Same There'll be some photographs of that. I mean, did you say there's photographs of you on uh, Instagram of that already? What is your Instagram? Andrew Kevin Fawn. Okay. Cool. Uh, have you, uh, are you just, you're uh, non domiciliary Instagram? I'm, I'm off the grid now. I'm just, yeah. you're, so you're no, very no much the John Lyon. He's the John Connor of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's worried that one day. Oh, oh, I thought Krem had his finger on the button. Um, Krem, are you doing anything for Halloween? I see, you see, your missus didn't bring in any cakes. I thought I dropped enough hints. There in. has been an absolute dearth of cakes, I must say. When? You know. There's been a dearth, isn't that? That means no A lot. That, no, dearth no. means not much, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Lack of. Deluge, a lack of. Or lack of, yeah. That's the end of the story. Um, <laughs> yeah. Before he gets in trouble. So he can get back in the house. <laughs> the cat house. <laughs> well, there you go. That's Halloween. Uh, what year are we now? 2021. 2021. So hopefully we'll be here next year. Um, basically, that's it. Hello, my name is Jeff. <laughs> What? Is that Jeff the Mongoose? It was uh, Jeff Doom. Mongoose. All right. They're uh, doing a new jackass. Have oh you seen God. it? Yes. It so close. Not, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's end there. Good night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're <is it>, oh. still <laughs>